0: The mules are in the corral. Welcome to Mule Talk and I'm Cindy K. Roberts, your host. On this week's episode of Mule Talk, we have a fourth generation mule handler and he lives in southern Missouri. He works with mules, he buys and sells, and he calls himself a jack of all trades. His name is Brock Milam. Welcome to the show, Brock.
1: Thank you very much.
0: I would like your input on what you think makes a really good trail riding mule.
1: Well, for myself, uh, I, I like a mule with some sense, something that uh, you know will take things in stride, uh, such as uh, the, when you're riding in the rough terrain, whether it be in the mountains of Colorado or New Mexico or over in southern Illinois or in those parts of Missouri, that will uh, slow down a little bit when you come into some rough terrain. Ride with their head down low with, you know, wither height. Um, pay attention to what's going on. Don't be a deadhead, but I don't want a ball of fire neither. That kind of mule suits me. I like a mule that I can speed up if I need to, but will slow down at my command.
0: Okay. Um, so is there like a a certain breed that you prefer?
1: No, I sell, as you know, uh, Cindy, I sell mules all over the country. I... I I've got a good walking mule. Uh, she's not gated. She'll walk the hole in the ground. Uh, but I ride, uh, I've got a couple really nice quarter mules that I like. I ride with all different kinds of people. Some walking horse people or walking mule people, some quarter horse people, and some, uh, you know, and I, my good little mule, he's got a good a trot as, as anything. So if I'm riding with something with people that walk a little faster than he does, I can kick him up into a nice little trot and keep up and he's comfortable. So, You know, uh, but to answer your question that that I prefer, I really like a good quarter mule that's got a good walk to it.
0: Yes, I do too.
1: It's something with a good stride, good, comfortable, a comfortable walk. There's so many walking mules, there's the mule world got caught up with gated mules. There's not a lot of what I call gated mules out there. There's a whole lot of walking mules, a lot of walking mules, Uh, and I like one that gets the ground soft. and and smooth you know everybody's different everybody has back trouble different or knee trouble Uh, i've had some nice walking mules that hit the ground too hard and they they just jarred me to death i like something with a good smooth walk that'll hit the ground soft yet if i need to kick up get a little more fire she'll kick right it it will kick right up into a loaf or something
0: um that's really good is there like an age requirement is there i mean what age meal do, do you like to to get a hold of and
1: ride I love riding a good four year old coat.
0: Really? Yes. Wow.
1: But now there's the difference. A good uh, I've sold a lot of nice coats over the last few years. Good four year old coats, five year old sold a nice three year old this spring. Um, and how I look at that, I at any given time you come to my barn, I'll have fifteen to twenty coats, anywhere from Wenlands to four year olds. They all won't make my cut. But out of that 20, if three make it, I'm tickled to death for the simple reason if you start with a good token, and you start it right, the odds are you're not going to have a lot of trouble with it. Yeah, they're going to try you. Uh, but if you introduce them to everything as they get older in that four year process, uh, you won't have much trouble out of them. And uh, I really like to. For me, that's for me now. Most people want that eight to 12 year old mule. But for me, uh, I'm riding a good four year old coat right now. I mean, it's just, she'll be four at the end of this month and and I'll turn a lot of money down for her. I like her. She's my color and all that. You know, um, is she broke? No, she ain't broke. Right. But I like her. I like her. And, and I, my personal mules, all of my personal mules, uh, even my daughter's good paint meal. We have started some coats, and I have kept the the, the they, they they've been my pick. So do you want a good four-year-old, five-year-old that, that, that don't know everything and ain't seen everything, but has really got a good mind, Or do you want a 14, eight to 14-year-old that uh, somebody's let get by with everything and, and, and uh, it's kind of spoiled?
0: Yeah, that, that's a really good point. Um, so what about gender? I mean, do you prefer a mare mule over a horse mule? Or?
1: No, ma'am. I, um, I, I have both. Uh, I've got a really good uh, horse mule. got a couple of them that's really good, but I've got some two really good mollies that are my personal mules. I get asked that all the time. I like it good. That gender don't mean nothing to me. To me, uh, a mare mule, uh, they don't play as much. But to me, a horse mule has more heart when they get that older age. Yeah, they do. That, that, that's just my, that, that's just strictly my opinion. I, I, uh, I like them both, but I, I have seen, you know, a lot of people, uh, they don't want a Molly mule because of a horse, they're a female, you know, they come in season and stuff. You know, out of all the mules I've had, I had one that was a really, uh, when she would come in season, was really aggravating, but, but, uh, That's the only one out of all of them I've had, you know. Uh, So that part don't bother me. That's whole country's made on a lot of good mares.
0: Okay, so with mare mules, that first heat cycle in the springtime, that very first prominent heat cycle, I mean, have you noticed that? I mean, where they come in really strong and they've got that extra energy and irritable attitude. Really? No,
1: no, I haven't haven't noticed that. No, I I don't. my good four year old, she's a Molly mule, uh, and I have yet to catch her in, in cycle.
0: Okay, so she's real quiet. I've never
1: caught her, You okay. know, a lot of people will never know that there are Mary mules in me. If you don't know what to look for, you'll never catch it.
0: Right, right, okay. And what I and
1: what I'm getting at, yeah, they may they may they may uh, uh, stop and and and, and uh, uh, pee just a little bit or wink some, but when you see them chewing bubble gum, that's the big big. Uh, giveaway right there they look like they're chewing bubble gum and that's that's you know uh and that's what i go by uh you don't i don't see that a lot i mean i see it don't get me wrong but not like you think you would with as many mules as i, I right now i think i've got 35 head of mules third at my barn i don't i've got some over there on always some at my house Some in Tennessee, but but um, at any given time i'm feeding between 30 and 50 head of mules and and I just don't, uh, I don't, you know, that, that part don't bother me at
0: all. You made some statements in the book, The Performance Bread Saddle Mule, and you said that your choice in breeding for an athletic mule would be a good quarter mare, one that's not real hot-blooded, but one that's around 1,100 to 1,200 pounds, and yep. a mare that isn't over fifteen one. And then you said to also select a 14-hand jack and no mammoth because you are needing a finer bone structure in your athletic mule to perform well. Right. Okay. Um, The the heavier bone mule, uh, you say, will break down sooner. So, okay, I kind of categorize them into refined refined bone and then medium and then, of course, draft. You're heavy.
1: Now, so
0: uh, well that's
1: that that's true i see where you're coming from but how many how many big bone six six real stout men or women do you see running a race
0: oh okay
1: <laughs> you know it. i know well, that's why i've got to put it back to that category okay I, I, I look at it like that you take a big bone mule, how much more how much more weight is that mule carrying around.
0: So because of that because of that, that is why he he will have joint issues, is what you're saying. I think
1: so. Okay. Exactly. Because because you take that that much more weight that person's carrying or that animal's carrying around with them. Uh yeah, a lot of people think you've got to have that big bone. I'm not talking about a fine bone mule. I'm not talking about that. But I'm not talking about a draft cross. Okay. I, I don't want a draft cross like that. A lot of people think you gotta have that big 16-hand mule that's boning, got good bone and all that. You know, if you put it, how many small people do you see that can work just as hard as a big person and sometimes outwork them and move faster and do more and last just as long? Good point. So that's where I, that's where I get that at. Uh, you can take a, 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 a small mule, crane mule, not a, not a small mule, I'm on 14 to 15 hands, and he'll get around and maneuver himself better than a big That big bone bone heavy bone big knee mule and in turn my opinion it's strictly opinion a big heavy bone mule hits the ground too hard
0: okay yeah
1: does that make sense
0: yes it does and that's a very good point um that
1: really helped to clear up that right and if you get a if you breed to that breed to that big mammoth jack a lot of times you will get that big bubble.
0: Yes. Okay. I, I see what you're saying. But also when selecting a jack, I, I mean, you, I'm thinking you need to find one with a good mind. I mean, you don't want to be breeding bad
1: temperament. That's that's number one. Okay. That's number one is okay. a good mind in any of in, in, in any of the circle. Good mind means means everything. Does that mean you're going to get a good mule? No, it does not. You can have a good jack and a good mare, and you may get an idiot, but you may breed a idiot jack and an idiot mare and get a good one. No difference in people.
0: Really? Now, see, that's (laughs) that's what throws me off, because you can breed a really good jack with a good mind to a good mare with a good mind, and then you can get... What? What? An orangutan? I mean, some idiot. So
1: well, let me put it. Let me put it in a perspective that everybody can understand. Okay. How many smart men and women do you know that are married and their kids turn out to be total idiots? A uh, good so point many, there. Yes. And then and go to the other way. How many uh, of men and women that are just idiots have kids and their kids are honor students or? or the top of the class and go on to college and do things that's really smart. you understand where I'm coming from?
0: Yes, that's a great
1: analogy. And, and there's no difference in animals. Not a, not a nickel worth of difference in animals.
0: Okay. So let's talk about you take that same jack, that same mare, and then you breed them again and again and again. And you got full-blooded sisters, full-blooded brothers. I mean, no... Those mules are each gonna be individuals. Exactly. So just, you it's like people. So it's just not it's not like you're gonna come up with a winner every
1: time. It's not a guarantee. It's not a guarantee. Okay. So it's not a go- I've got I had four mares by the same jack, the same mare uh, four mules by the same jack and the same mare. The oldest coach, it was the jack was a weaver. He sit in the stall and weave and this and that, he was a weaver. The oldest coat I got is a bad weaver. You mm-hmm. put her out the package, she's fine. You put her in a stall, she's going to weave. None of the others had that problem. Wow. She is the left out of the four that got the most walk. In. That's got the, she don't have the walk you know, that the other four, the other three did. You know, so that's what I'm saying. You know, you get the good and the bad out of, you know, it's just like people. Some people will get the, the good and some people won't, you know. That, and that's strictly my opinion. you know, uh, on it. And everything is there'll be... There'll be breeders that disagree with me, but
0: uh, yeah, I understand. A
1: breeder, if, you a breeder, if you talk to a breeder, he's honest. I think he's going to tell you that. Oh, I'm going to say, I'm going to say 50 of the time, 65. You're going to get that good, but but you're going to get every now and then. You're going to get that easy. Yeah, I mean that's
0: if you, why. They... If,
1: if you didn't, if you didn't, why would you see these good high fire horses that that are bred really right at an old junk sale barn?
0: Yeah, you have to call the herd. You know, you gotta pull got to pull out the hurt. That's right. right. Exactly. We're talking about breeding for like a quarter horse type mule. And is there a bloodline that you like that you prefer?
1: No, I don't. Papers don't mean nothing to me.
0: So I mean, foundation quarter horse no, bloodlines. I, I just like
1: a, I just like a good long neck, good deep chested quarter mare. Is what I like. Okay. Or, or. I like a good, long neck, deep chested, big rear end walking mare. Mm, okay. A lot of people, you know, won't understand that, but you get a good walking mare that's built. And there's some out there, there's some out there that's as good as, you know, as um, it, 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 good as a quarter mare. You know, they can load trot circles, but can walk a hole in the ground. You know, it'll be big. Uh, you don't see that much anymore, but there is some out there. I like that part of it, too. Okay.
0: Okay. When do you start riding your colts?
1: I won't start riding until the three-year-old, three-and-a-half, three, three-and-a-half. Three I've got a little program I put through. If anybody's seen my stuff on Facebook, I start my colts. I fool with them all the time. But I, I start them in school about a year-and-a-half, two-year-old. I'll start them and really start them in school from pre-k to, to, to 12th grade. I've got some right now that's in a pen. Uh, that are that are graduates and in uh, a couple a couple of them are graduate students that they're still going to school, you know. Uh we're all learning, you know, we all learn all the time so an animal the same way. Um, and what I get by going to school, time on a high line. Teach 'em how to pick it on a high line. You know, where I camp uh, most of the time I don't like at all, I want mine on the high line. Right. I go out west. I mm-hmm. want mine to be on a high line and I use neck collars. I've had a lot of answers. people see my I do that. I like a neck collar because I think it's the safest, most best way for an animal to be tied up is with a neck collar. Uh, and it really works great. Uh, they can eat, lay down, roll, drink. They learn all of that. So I teach all of mine that before they ever really get saddled or any of that stuff. Well, I took a two year old, I've got a brother and a sister, my four year old, I've got her. And she's really good, but I've got her baby brother that just turned two in May. I took him Saturday for the first time, and I ponied him. I'm a big believer in packing them, ponying them. You know, I didn't have a saddle or nothing on him. I just ponied him for four, full five hours uh, over, over in Illinois when we were trail ride last Saturday. Uh, the first 30 minutes, he'd give me a fit. I mean, he'd get around the tree, and, and he didn't want to go through the mud puddles and this kind of stuff. He'd jump up on the bank. But you let that sapling run between his legs a time or two, and, he gets tied around a tree, and he runs that little sap and down the side of his neck, and it's not long. They're following, and they're paying attention to what the ones doing in front of them. Yeah. So to me, that teaches one a whole lot of stuff before you ever get on their back. And I've had a couple of, of really, really good trainers that uh, have have uh, has squeezed me how I, how I like to start my coach. I'm not a trainer. I've got I've got a couple of different people that train for me. Get them started. Uh, I've been busted up quite a bit over the years working and, and riding. So I, uh, I get told some, don't get me wrong, but I, 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 I'm not, a, I, my patients ain't where they should be. And I'd rather somebody else start them. And I've got a couple, like I say, that start for me that are really good trainers. And then I take them from there and put them all on. Okay. So, so me doing all this other work helps them when they get started. You know, when they go to starting them riding under a saddle. Yeah. Uh, I've got them stacked out, clocked out. Uh, you know, they learn how to stay on the high line. They learn what hobbles are, all of that stuff. It helps. Even your older mules, patience is the biggest thing. I get asked a lot. Uh, when like, Saturday, I got asked by a good friend of mine, how do you keep your mules, when we're standing there resting, how do you keep your mules to stand there while well, you put them on that high line 10 or 12 hours a day? They learn patience. Yes,
0: they do. They learn
1: patience. You know, people don't want to, you know, they think you're being cruel to them, but, you know, well, if you look back how this old country was made with work mules, we're pretty easy on our livestock these days. Yes, we are. I come from a long—I guess I'm the fourth generation of mule people in my family. I uh, go back to the mules that I've got pictures of my great-grandpa and and, and grandpa and great uncle—a full uh, of uh, mules, lots of mules. There's two, three hundred head of mules in this photograph that went to the war and went to the—they uh, call them cotton mules. Small mules, small frame mules, 13, 3 to 14, one hand small frame cotton mules back in this country was made. So, uh, you know, that patience thats a lot. In, in in people years ago really used an animal. They, they didn't just ride in two hours or three and say, Boy, we, we rode hard today. You know, they worked them and fooled with them and then took them to town on Saturday to get groceries. You know, then mules had to learn, horses had to learn how to stand. You know, so that was their resting time.
0: Oh, yeah.
1: That all goes back to having a good, you know, a good smart animal. You know, that, 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 you know, color, everybody wants color. I like color, but that, I I rode some of the ugliest mules he is in the country, but they was good. So, you know, I like that broke color. That's the color I like broke. There you go. To answer your question, I really like a good long neck, long back, quarter or walking mule. Don't matter but something that can walk down the trail good. Uh, This day and time, Cindy, the mule world is is just, I mean, everybody's a mule trader or knows mules, or if you just get on that internet, you'll see all that. The thing is, most people, most mule riders, and I think I'm telling this the way it should be told, most mule riders, they don't need that mule to side pass. They don't need that mule to open a gate. They don't need that mule to run They don't need it to neck rain around on the dive. They don't need it to slide stop. They want it to go down that trail with their buddies, drink a cold beverage, eat their lunch, stand to get on. Yeah, some need it to go up to a log so they can get on off a log or a rock. That's understandable. But that's what most people want. That's what I try to produce. Uh, yeah, I have a mule or two here that slide stop, spinning around, take its leaves and this mess. But that's not for most people. Uh, just being honest with you, most people just want a, a good, gentle, dispositioned mule that wants to be with you. I
0: think that uh, that's
1: very, very true. Uh, I want a mule that wants to be with me. Uh, if you see any of my videos on Facebook, I'm out in my big uh, lot here, a bunch with mules, and there may be 40 head of mules there. And some people get criticized and they say, well, they're in your space. I can get any animal out of my space with the side of my uh, sole of my boot. If you tap them on that chin just a little, but when you can't catch one, he don't want to be with you. And it's being honest with you—that's the best way we're supposed to be honest. And it—you know—I I, I may step on some people's toes. But I, I try to be—you know—I love talking to people. I love talking about my mules. Uh, uh, it just—they—they—and and I'll be this way too. Every mule's not for every person. There is a mule for every person. I've had some, and I couldn't get along with it all. And the next guy I get along with them great, right? You know, Right. that's just no difference in people. No difference in people. And if if people would go to thinking more like that, you know, they would kind of get smarter. You know, um, I know I've got a, three or four disgruntled people out there that's bought mules from me, uh, but they knew more than I did. You know, I, I've tried to. Tell them they didn't need that animal, this and that, but they knew more than I did. They was uh, When I tell a mule, Cindy, I, I, I asked a series of questions. Some of my questions, uh, such as yourself, ladies don't like to answer. Number one, how old are you? Number two, what do you weigh? Number three, on a scale of one to ten, ten being a cowgirl, what are you? And if you tell me you're a ten and you're 68 years old, it's kind of hard for me to believe.
0: Good point.
1: You might have been a ten when you was 38 years old but not at 58. You're balanced. uh, My opinion, and I have experienced it, that 45 to 50 years old, you lose your balance. You're not as balanced as good. I'm not talking about weight-wise. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about your balance. Uh, And most people don't ride like they did years ago. Right. You know, Uh, so that's that's where I have trouble believing that that you're 68 years old and you're kid, you know, uh, I'm not a 10 I'll be the first to tell you, I'm not a ten. I got told the other day and it was just a, just a, never dreamed that mule was going to fuck. We just done roading for 30 minutes and doing so good. He's a, uh, he, he's a true walking mule. He can carry the mail and a good looking dude, but he's a three year old. And I have to go back and look at that. He's three years old. He's a kid. Anybody that's raised kids at all can tell you, a kids gonna do things wrong. He's a kid. we come around the corner there and he was packing the mail walking a hole in the ground and something jumped and he's I He jumped sideways and there's a balance. I was sitting up there like a sack of sugar. And, and the time he got my off balance, burned him real hard. He pro-hopped a lick or two, got me to the front and I couldn't grab nothing. He hit another lick or two and I, I just got off. That's life. Uh But that's the, the ride of 3 year old. Sometimes that's going to happen.
0: Right. But,
1: are, are balanced. and you get above that 50-year-old, your balance ain't as good as it was when he was 25. Yeah. And, and that's, you know, that's what I say, you know, if, if, if people would go back and look at that, that that's just that is. it is. And, but as far as a good trail mule, I like that mule that'll, that, you know, uh, for me, I like a mule that I can train. So, I'm always trying to, even my good mule, I'm trying to train him every time I ride. It.
0: Brock, do you have a website?
1: Yeah. Uh, it's, uh at Mules at Yahoo.com. Now that's my email. Yes, sir. I've got to thank you a minute. No, I don't have a website. i got a Facebook.
0: Okay. So.
1: You can, tell I, you can tell I'm really savvy on all that technology.
0: It's always interesting when I talk with you. Um, <laughs> um, okay, so your email is at Mules at Yahoo.com and you're yeah. on Facebook. Uh um, milo mules. mules okay so there'll
1: be, there'll be two di- there'll be two different facebook pages my daughter set one up years ago and uh i think i'm sitting on a mule uh he's laying down i'm sitting on him and then the, the other one is i'm uh it's a it's, it's, it's a scene where i'm i'm uh, got an orange vest on with two of them are really good done mules i'm out with <laughs> and that's the one that everybody needs to go to you know, there's two of them but you can get a hold of me and one of them
0: Okay, uh, and is there... Uh, but I
1: don't, you know, I don't put a lot of meals on Facebook for sale. Uh, Cindy, I, I've got a couple clients that they tell me what they're looking for, and so when I get something, I just make a phone call most of the time.
0: Right, and that... At
1: times, I put, at times, I put one on there for sale, you know. Right. Uh, that, that's sale. really
0: good, because you have a, a good reputation for that, and... Um, so if somebody were wanting to get in touch with you, I mean, is there a phone number that they can call yeah. or, okay? Yes,
1: I, I would rather, if you message me and you don't want to talk on the phone, it's really hard for me to tell you a meal if I cannot talk to you because I can't read. I, I had a business for 30, for 27 years, even with the public in the, in the line of work I was in, and I've got a pretty good gut about reading people. Sure. And I can't read, I cannot read you through them texts and all that, but if I'm talking to you on the phone, and I go to ask you my series of questions, I can read you pretty good. There you go. So the best way is to call me at 573 979
0: 1120.
1: 573 979
0: 1120. Yes, ma'am. Okay, that is all good stuff. Well, um, this has all been good, and I do appreciate you coming on today. And, well, no problem. And I will have you back on because we got to keep up to date with what's going on. So
1: the new world is is um, is really hot right now, Cindy. It, it's uh, I don't know what it is. It's what's made it that hot. My main clientele is is sixty uh, to seventy five year old people. It's one of my main clientele. Great. Right. Okay. Uh, and to and, and to say that you know people think they can go buy that and go buy that new and they're going to have trouble. They're an animal. They've got their own brain. That's right. If anything like out of this that I can get across to people, if you're not an experienced rider and you don't have the best confidence in the world, the best thing to buy is a round 10.
0: Yes. There you go.
1: And then I sell so many mules to people that are, that are just, well, their confidence level ain't the best. Around 10 will build your confidence. I got sold here about two years ago by it. It, it, it took me a year, year and a half to get my confidence level back up. And it took me riding a couple broncs to get my confidence level back up. Right,
0: where I needed
1: yeah. Uh, I haven't forgot how I got told and got hurt, but but it, it reminds me that round pin, you can get your confidence built back up. If you have trouble, you're not going to have a runaway. So get your confidence built up. Learn that new. So mm-hmm. that will need to learn you. Yeah.
0: Uh, and you need to learn
1: it. The mule a mule wants to know that you're capable of being a leader. He wants to know you're uh, you're a leader. So you know that, that that round ten is the best thing to buy. If you've got a kid who wants to learn how to ride or you're wanting to learn how to ride and ride right, that round ten will help you do that. So I, you're not as scared.
0: I agree. Um you know, donkeys are becoming real
1: popular too. Yes, ma'am. They sure are. They're, they're getting to be, they're pretty hot item. I'm, I'm not a, well, I'm just not a big fan for regular riding one, but I'm not opposed to it. I always said we was when we was kids. My brother, uh, uh, old man, told us he was. Let's see why did he ride a mule years ago because he was too, too poor to ride a horse. And uh, oh, the reason, reason he did years ago. The old man said he, the reason he didn't ride a. Uh, uh, a mule, because he was too ashamed, and now he's too poor to ride a horse or to ride a good mule. A lot of, <laughs> that's truth, right. a lot of truth to that.
0: They're, that's like right.
1: It, but but like I say, it's uh, them good mules. They're getting harder and harder to find. That's why myself, I like to pull with them good young coats. Yeah, uh,
0: you can
1: you, you can you can make what you want
0: by messing with them when they're young. That really starts a work ethic and uh, a exactly. schooling frame of mind, yeah. right? Yeah. Thank you again, and I will have you back on the show. All right, thanks, Brock. We will have you back on, and, and I wish you the best. So keep in touch, okay?
1: All right, same here. And you have a good day, and, and goodbye to all the listeners you got out there. And I look forward to talking to you again sometime. Yes. Have a good
0: day. Sir. Yes, sir. If you'd like to be a guest on the show or a sponsor, send me an email: cindy c i n d y at everycowgirlsdream dot com. Gotta go. My mule is looking for me. <laughs>